So I looked at the page and I saw a lot of people were coming up with creative apps. So I thought that was a good way to go. And uh, I think a lot about like how you present yourself on social media. And uh, I was reading a book that's all about positivity and positive thinking and the history of this movement. And uh, so I was thinking like, what if you had an app that could analyze your social media posts to help prevent you from being like overly negative or like passive aggressive or posting vague book statuses, just like as a way to like help check yourself, you know, because like we all have those people on our Facebook feeds that are like really mopey and pathetic. And I don't think they even realize they're posting stuff that makes them sound mopey and pathetic. And I have to fight that with myself. So my app's called loser with a U because it basically checks you are, you're the loser. Like, I like the idea, but then I don't know how I'm going to feel good about myself if other people aren't posting that stuff. (laughs) You already found the loophole in my plan. Damn it. (laughs) So it literally intercepts the post. Like, you hit post, and then it stops it, and then... Yeah, yeah, almost like a spell check. And then it just pulls out keywords, and it's like, oh, are you being passive-aggressive, or are you being whiny? And then it, like, it makes you fix it, like a grammatical error. (laughs) Yeah, that's a good idea. I'm buying what you're selling. I don't like the title. What was the title? Loser. The U could go. L-U-S-E-R. As in you are the loser. Well, it's trying to make you not be the loser. So I don't know why you would call it that. A little bit of bullying. It's good for the ad campaign. (laughs) Like loser block or uh, something like that, I would think. I don't know. I'm trying to think of jokes for this. I do think it's a good idea. I know. I feel like I'm I'm silent because I'm logistically figuring it out. I'm like, yes, let's do it. (laughs) I actually think Gwen's got a great point, though, because I feel like most of my self-esteem these days is based on other people on Facebook that have a worse life than I do. Oh. So I don't want to take that away from myself. (laughs) You don't ever want to get a Facebook friend that's, like, really good at shit because you're going to be depressed. You know, you want to get Facebook friends that don't do anything. That way, when you Isn't that the worst part about comedy? Like, there's always comedians that are doing way better than you on Facebook. Yeah, I guess there are. Yeah, they're, they're, they're doing mm. more. They're doing more shows. They, they're, they're all putting up their, you know, monthly schedule now. You know, they're doing, you know, 900 shows a month and stuff. I do feel like. Which I'm, is like, good. Yeah, it is good. That's good. We should all be happy for yeah. each other that we're doing that. Yeah, I just feel a little like a little lazy. That's yeah. Why, you know, because I've never been like a <laughs> 10 shows a week kind of guy. I'm always like one or two, maybe. That's about it. And some weeks, not even that. But you know what? I'm old. Wait till you guys are 50 fucking eight years old and see how badly you want to get up at 930 or 10 o'clock in the cold and head, you know, 40 minutes away to do five minutes somewhere. Just wait. When you're 58, you're going to be going, you know what? Ron was right. I do not want to get off my goddamn couch right now. I've got a blanket on. I'm sitting on a radiator. I'm relaxing. I'm not, I am not going out. It's hard, man. It gets harder as you get older. Summer's not bad. I can do a lot in the summer. But as it gets cold, I have a harder time getting out. Radiator car seats. Yeah. Radiator comedy. What about that? <laughs> Ooh, okay. Okay. I get sweaty on stage, so I have a feeling the radiator would just, tss, you'd hear the sweat hit yeah, the radiator. Be, you'd, be, you'd be making steam like, a, like yeah. a steam room or something, yeah. Now that seems like a sexy Britney Spears type thing to do. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Like, ugh, like I'm sexy and sweaty and telling jokes. Tom looks a lot like Britney Spears. <laughs> he just turned his head like it's a dog. cool girl outfit. <laughs> Um, so back to Joe's idea, is there an incident that spurned your desire for this idea? Like a post that you really regretted? 
Oh, like every one of them? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, I did notice that for a long time, like I would only post on Facebook when I was like mad about something. And so like all my posts were very negative. So I actually took like a break from Facebook just because it's like, well, I don't want to be that guy that, you know, people think always has some gripe, which I am. I just don't want people to know that. Right. Yeah, I get it. Yeah. <laughs> Would it also suggest happier posts? Yeah. Yeah, like frame it in a more positive light. Joe, would it be able to tell if you were about to, well, let's say you just, everybody's probably done this, where, where you see something and then you're like, oh, something pops into your head really quick and you type it out and throw it out there. And then you realize no one's taking it the way that you thought it went in your head. Do you know what I mean? Like you, yeah. like instantly you yeah. thought mm-hmm. you thought of something really funny, and you put it out there. And as as you're reading it, you're like, "That's not at all how it really went in my head." So no one's responding. They're like, "This dude's fucking weird. What did he just write this for?" And now I gotta like back it out somehow, or just get rid of it, or uh, would it help with that? Can it like control, or can it reword maybe something that's going to be inappropriate? Yeah. Yeah, maybe like some sort of predictor on it. Yeah. Where it's it, like, here's right. how people are going to interpret what you just typed. Exactly right. Yeah. This yeah. is how it's going to actually like predict. Yeah. Yeah. That's a great idea. Uh huh. Like Would, a Google Translate sort of a situation. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Would there be like an Amazon Alexa voice of like an angry uh, feminist like yelling at you for wanting to post <laughs> that or an angry uh, uh, whoever? Yeah, this is going to bite you in the ass. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no wonder feminists are angry, man. We gotta be. Yeah. How about Aziz? Have you read about it? It's him? not getting done. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know about the Aziz thing. Uh... Uh, oh, that's a good example. I posted something about that today. Because, like, Aziz Ansari helped me get through a very traumatic breakup. I read his book. I watched Masters of None. I took a pasta-making class. Wow. I mean, I went <laughs> full out. <laughs> so when I heard about this this morning, I was like, God Damn it. Yeah. Come on, really? Did you read and it? And so I Glenn? posted something on Facebook and everybody took it the wrong way. I was like, damn it. I, that's exactly right. Did you did I deleted you, it. Did you read the transcript, Brian, of the what the woman claimed that happened that night? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I skimmed it and it wasn't I mean, clear whether he actually whether she actually said <laughs> no and he kept going or whether she was just hinting like really, really aggressively. Well, she kept saying he didn't I mean, he didn't read my nonverbal signals, you know, and I don't want to sound like a douche, but I don't understand why she didn't just say, hey, Aziz, knock it fucking off, you know, but I wasn't there. A lot, I mean, a lot of times when you're in a situation like that, it's kind of hard to do that. I guess because, you're right. yeah. Um, <laughs> men sometimes react very violently when you say no. Right. And you um, certainly want to avoid from personal that. experience. Yeah. I mean, I was reading this story in the news the other day, like. Some girl refused the guy and he stabbed her in the neck. Oh, like, and, like bad shit happens sometimes. So, you know, she said, hey, like, can we slow down? I'm not into this. That's like a soft right. no. Oh, that's but what it's she still said. A no. Yeah, that's yeah. pretty, pretty clear. Yeah, that would be enough for me. I mean, if a girl said I'm not into it or slow down, that'd be enough for me. The Louis so. C.K. one, though, yeah. it's not clear whether he actually violated consent. Like, he was definitely creepy <laughs> but and aggressive. But did he actually... It seems like they gave him consent and then maybe regretted it later or thought he was joking. Um, it's some of those. It's, mean, it's not 100% clear whether we should just banish these people forever. Uh, I think that's why. Yeah, Louis, I mean, it was still Louis, a clear abuse of his power, though, right? Oh, for sure. Like, because yeah. think of you be 
in that situation, right? Your idol or something is like, oh, hey, you want to come upstairs and hang out in my hotel room? And you're like, yeah. And then he just like whips out his dick and you're like, what is happening? Right. Because I think a lot of time with that stuff. I think so, he also asked. It's so hard to address. And I think he also asked yeah. to whip out his dick, though. I mean, that's even asking that bluntly is kind of creepy, but I don't know if it's so creepy that they, I don't know. I don't, I don't want to, I'll probably cut this out of the podcast. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I sort of forgive Louis CK, uh, Aziz, maybe not because that seems like a pretty clear no. And he kept going. (laughs) Louis. uh, Yeah. You just like Louis CK better as a comedian. Maybe. Right. And then I don't want to hitch my voice to Louis because something else is, could come out right. tomorrow that proves. Did Louis, that Louis a, didn't ever touched anyone, did he? He just like jerked off in front of him or something, isn't that right? Yeah, that's just <laughs> so. But he also sort of got. So, oh my god, are you guys serious? No, I, I know it's, it's it's horrible and it's disgusting. <laughs> I just find it so strange. I no, mean, you got that's awful that you said that. Oh, but to me the line is consent. It doesn't matter how creepy it is if he oh, obtained consent. Totally. Yeah, I mean, he's, as he's, far as morally, <laughs> he's extremely creepy. But yeah, you can still judge him as a creep. Any, but, yeah. Anybody, uh, anybody got any ideas for some inventions? Yeah, you're right. <laughs> we should get back to the. Uh, so it was Joe's uh, Facebook thing. So Joe's Facebook thing would have blocked that me from having that conversation. Uh, <laughs> there you go. Exactly. Useful. <laughs> that would have been perfect for it. Yeah. Well, but sometimes, you know, you really need to be really careful with posting the idea at Facebook, too, because, you know, you sometimes regret in the future, or sometimes some people may steal your joke, too, you know. So, yeah. That's why I never write anything negative at Facebook. I don't worry about stealing jokes. I write all my jokes on Twitter. Mm -hmm. I I saw that Brad Wenzel does that. He's a local comic who's in L.A. and has been on Conan. I even asked him about it when I ran into him. And he he doesn't worry about it. To me, it's a record. If somebody does steal it, you can point back to it and say, ha, this is proof that it's my joke. Mm. Yeah. Facebook, maybe not so much because people don't go back. Uh, I don't know. if Does it keep them forever, Facebook? I don't think so. I don't know either. I think it does. But you can edit a Facebook post. So you could take an old post and just change it to that joke. Whereas Twitter, you can't edit tweets. Yeah, that's true. I'm not, but that's I, how I think about it. Like, if you post it, like it's because in the old days they used to recommend like you would mail yourself like your book manuscript or whatever, and then that would be your copyright claim because you'd have a thing that was postmarked on a certain day, and that was almost like an official stamp with the date on it that said Ooh, when you smart. had written that. Yeah, it was like an old timey thing that they would always tell you to do. Like that was cheaper than actually sending it to like the copyright office or something. It's a good idea. Don't let the steampunk kids hear that. They're going to take it and just really fuck with it. <laughs> but their furniture's too warm. They don't want to move. They don't want to go out to the post office. Oh, no. Oh, my gosh. I feel like I should do that, though. I bought myself a typewriter because I'm a terrible person. Um, and I'm like, I'm 20. I need a typewriter because I'm an artist. And so I have one. So maybe I could be like, ooh, comic that types all my jokes up on a typewriter and mails them to myself. <laughs> that could be me. That would work. Rebrand myself. Typewriters are really, really noisy, aren't they? Wouldn't that, if you live in an apartment complex and your neighbor has a typewriter, that would. Super annoying. That would be really annoying. Electric ones aren't too bad, but like the old ones are, yeah. I'm picturing like, just like like, like, really loud. Uh, 
my roommate has been in the living room, like basically next to me the whole time I'm like shouting on the phone doing this. <laughs> so, I mean, he's already putting up with a lot. Yeah. <laughs> this is a good litmus test. So he's, he's cool. Anyway, Joe, I was thinking yes. about your idea a little bit. And the only problem I see with it is at the moment you type something, you probably really want to send it. So even if it warns you, chances are you're going to want to send it anyway. Yeah. You're going to ignore the warning unless there's like a time delay. True. Like you can't literally can't. Or it tells you it posted the thing you wanted, but it actually changes it for you. <laughs> oh, silent. Yeah. Silent edit. Or it holds it in a like a holding zone for like 24 hours. Yeah, so you can No, that's a good point though. You can think about it and if you really want to do it, (laughs) it goes in post jail. Yeah. How about this? You set up a handful of close friends where they see the post first for like a day. Like a focus group. And if any of them are like, What the hell is this? Then either they can cancel it so it doesn't go out to everybody else, or they can warn you about it. That would be cool, Tom, because you could actually create groups of people like that, that that's all they do is screen people's posts and then give their, you know, thumbs up or thumb down on it or, you know, something like that, like a almost like a jury. Yeah. Yeah, I like that the whole point of the Internet was to get rid of gatekeepers and then we would just reintroduce gatekeepers oh, yeah, back into good. the whole equation. But yeah. it's personal. I do. It's a jobs program, so I like that. Good for the economy. <laughs> yeah. Well, I guess it introduces gatekeepers where you want them and gets rid of gatekeepers where you don't want them, hopefully. Excellent point. I'm comedian Seiko Yomogita. I'm Ron Rigby. And Joe Williams. Gwen Hope. I'm your host, Tom Woma. This is Creativity Wasted. If you like this podcast, please subscribe and give a review or rating on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, SoundCloud, or wherever you got it. I have a website, creativitywasted.com. And I also started a Patreon. You can get uncut episodes, early access to episodes, notes about the ideas, and bonus stuff like that. You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. Thanks for listening.